The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication. And we have back here in the studio, Todd Glover, the Association's Executive Director. Todd, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Russell. It's good to be back and your lovely new spacious and uh <laughs> fancy new studio we have all sorts we've we've, we've got cans now so we can hear ourselves <laughs> we've got sound baffling i have a recording red light at the door we um we have made a good setup here for the podcast definitely today we're going to be talking about the association's civility campaign. This is something that the association's board of directors has included as a top priority in the strategic plan. And this is something we are going to be talking about a tremendous amount at the annual meeting. Todd, to begin, can you kind of talk about the the need for this? uh, What, what led to this as a priority? Yeah, we, we did a strategic plan for the first time for our organization uh, just last year. So our board met and really spent the day talking about the issues facing local government now. The top three components that came out of, of that strategic plan exercise were economic development, workforce, mm-hmm. and civility in government. So if you think about the time that our board was meeting and, and contemplating uh, what was what was going on uh, in the in the minds of local government? Mm-hmm. Um, you can imagine why those three topics were at the top of mind. I mean, we were in the middle of COVID. Uh, we had shutdowns going on. We had people angry about, did you get your vaccine? Did you get your vaccine? I got my vaccine. Why did you? You know. Uh, you wear your mask. I don't have yes, a mask. Masking you know, was, I mean, a it was huge flashpoint. So you just had this, all of these contentious issues. Um, you had people, uh, historic uh, unemployment going on during COVID because you had businesses shut down. Um, and so it really makes sense when you consider the time frame in which our board undertook mm-hmm. this planning process that, that those three items came um, came to the top. But even now that we're kind of on the backside of it, hopefully, knock on wood, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> um, it's still an issue, mm-hmm. um, and it's really become more of an issue with social media. So uh, we've done a lot thus far on the prior two, uh, as far as economic development and workforce. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited that we're going to jump in with both feet here at the annual meeting with uh, civility. I have seen people on social media already who have in their um, hands the program for the annual meeting, which has the tagline on the front of it, civility makes the difference, and already getting excited about that. Good. You know, we we went through a lot of different possibilities. <laughs> you know, it's not an easy thing to, to create a tagline of civility, mm-hmm. um, and it's such a a simple topic mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and that how difficult is it to treat each other with respect? We're, we're, we're taught that from 
the age of small children, <laughs> and yet we still need to talk about it now. But it's, I guess it's that the humanness in us that causes us to struggle with it. And um, the social media, I think, takes that humanness out of it, mm-hmm. which makes it easier to, to be um, uncivil. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm really excited about the campaign. the The materials that that y'all have put together really um, communications here at the association um, is fantastic. Um, I'm excited about the different pieces of it that we've got some surprises planned around it at mm-hmm. the annual meeting. Um, great lineup of speakers, training. Um, this is really going to be something that's incorporated into everything we do over the next few years. Mm-hmm. That uh, with the Uptown publication, every, every month when we meet to decide what's going to be in the upcoming ones, we think, what's going to be the civility angle on this one? And we've been doing that since the beginning of this year. It is it is a really rich vein to mine. There's there's so much to it. So you talk about the the different parts and pieces, and I, I know you're going to want to hold something in reserve for the annual meeting itself. Which of them would you would you like to talk about? Well, let's go back to H Lad. So let's, I know we're looking forward to the annual meeting, but let's go back to our hometown legislative action day just this past February. Um, seems like it was yesterday, but now <laughs> we're almost into July. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Matt Lehrman, uh, who came and did a keynote on, on civility and very well received. Extremely well received. He'll be back at our annual meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, this in my speech, I talked about this has become something I'm talking about a lot now as I'm I'm out and about. Um, I was fascinated by this story. At age 16, George Washington, as part of his education, um, he was fairly affluent and mm-hmm. so well educated. Um, at age 16, he was charged with copying by hand a 1595 French Jesuit. Uh, manuscript entitled 110 Rules of Civility and Decent Behavior in Company and Conversation. And I was fascinated by that. And so I started reading through these mm-hmm. 110 and you and I were talking uh, before we started recording here about some of the, how things, it's almost like reading the King James Bible, the way it's written, <laughs> you know, with the these and all of this. But uh, it's amazing to me how, topical a lot of these are from 400 years ago Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's amazing that really human interaction has not changed that much it is the the human condition the tendency towards conflict and the need for civilized people to avoid it I mean, something as simple. So this is number six in the rule in the list of 110 rules. Sleep not when others speak. Sit not when others stand. Speak not when you should hold your peace. Walk not on when others stop. Pretty simple stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, don't sleep when somebody's talking. <laughs> um, if somebody's standing, then don't sit down. Stand up and, and as a sign of respect. And um, I, I know they had more pomp and circumstance back in, in, in that day and probably in the circles that George Washington was running in, especially. But, you know, even something as simple as show yourself not glad at the misfortune of another, though he were your enemy. Very tough to do. Somebody that you 
don't like mm-hmm. or, or is your nemesis and something bad happens to them, I guess it's kind of easy to take um, some pleasure from that. But mm-hmm. really, that's not what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that I want to come across from this is that we're working to change the way that people behave sometimes, not all mm-hmm. the time, in our meetings um, of local government. And we're not just talking about citizens. We're talking about elected officials, the people who are in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not preaching at them. We're saying this is how we should all behave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a former city manager. I've, I will say... Um, right off the bat that a couple times in my career when the meeting got kind of heated, um, you know, I might've said something that I didn't, that I wish I hadn't said. Mm-hmm. We all get emotional and, and we do those things. So, um, I don't want it, this to come across as preachy, but more of a, this is what we all need to do to ensure that our local meetings are going the way that we, they should, because, mm-hmm. When our meetings break down and behavior goes bad, it's just when when the sharing of ideas becomes um, difficult, then I think you lose good government. And um, when we start mocking or deriding people for their viewpoints, then I think we lose, um, you know, there, there are ideas that people have said before that I didn't agree with, but I might have learned from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we stop doing that, uh, we lose good government at the, at the basis of it all. Um, and so I, I'm really um, encouraged. I might be naive. Who knows um, that, that this is going to make a difference? I hope it does. You know, um, one of the things I do for the association is every morning I go through news outlets around the state uh, to assemble the daily news, which right. is the clips that we send out to um, everybody who signs up for it, managers, mayors, everybody. And so I'm always reading about city council meetings in every corner of the state. And, you know, there are there are meetings happening every single week in sure. every part of this state. The vast majority of them go off without a hitch. It's just business as usual. But every once in a while, for whatever reason, some fiery exchange occurs, and when it does, that's the entire story. You, you talk about um, th- that we lose good governance when we don't have civility, that when it does break down, it breaks down so quickly, and the governance, ac- governance aspect of it just goes out the window. It does, and it makes people not want to participate. And the byproduct of that is that whether it's the behavior of, a, of an elected official that turns off a citizen from being for participating in their local government activities to insults hurled at an elected official that makes mm-hmm. good people not want to run for office. And, and so it's a cyclical, dangerous cycle mm-hmm. that we get into that, like I said, it, it, this is not preaching at citizens. It's not preaching at elected official. It's more of a collective. If we don't do something for the good of us all, mm-hmm. that is, this is going to go bad quickly. And and like I said, we've all been emotional. We've all 
done things or said <laughs> things, you know, in the heat of the moment that we're not proud of. But, you know, I hope that as a constant reminder, um, we can all help police each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm at a meeting and, and I start to show out, maybe you say, you know, you're not doing like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And, and hopefully that doesn't devolve into, <laughs> to something else. But, you know, we live in a day and age where, on social media, what could be used for good mm-hmm. often, I mean, trolling to some people is a hobby. And think about that, you know, the act of trolling and going in and trying to elicit a response yes, is a hobby for some people. And, and that's sad. I mean, that is not, um, when you have a local government trying to share information or to seek information from people, mm-hmm. And then you have people attacking each other that we know they would not do if they were sitting across from one another. Um, those are the types of things that I hope can make some difference with this campaign. I, I realize that may just be the new normal, um, mm-hmm. but I don't want to accept that that's the new normal. Well, I, social media has made it so incredibly easy. I mean, it's it's a huge part of why we're having this conversation now that social media has made it so easy to turn attacks into just a thing people do for fun. And I, I know when I was a municipal public information officer, I've always said when you engage the trolls, the simple act of engaging makes it a, a loss for everyone. Right. Yeah, we're, we're even, um, as part of the civility campaign, we're creating pledges. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one parts that, that I'm really um, the most encouraged about is that we would encourage all local governments to put this pledge, actually print it on your agenda mm-hmm. and have it as an item on the agenda. If you open up your meeting and you say the Pledge of Allegiance and prayer and um, some people just have a time of reflection, a moment of silence, mm-hmm. the very next thing you do is the civility pledge. And all it is is that the elected officials in the room, the citizens in the room, all agree by taking that pledge together that we're going to respect all ideas, we're mm-hmm. going to respect each other, and we're going to try to make our cities or towns better. Because um, at the end of the day, I think everybody can agree um, that they want to make their city or town better. Now, they may not agree on how <laughs> <laughs> what, what they're going to do to, to make it better, mm-hmm. Um but I think if, if we can boil things down to what we have in common and start from there, mm-hmm. it makes things a little easier um, to do it. So the pledge, and I, maybe we can, this will be a part that we don't hold out. <laughs> this will be the, the, the preview. So this is a, just a short and sweet pledge that we would put uh, encourage people to put on their agendas. And it says, I pledge to build a stronger and more prosperous community by advocating for civil engagement, respecting others and their viewpoints, and finding solutions for the betterment of my city or town. And, you know, how, how cool would that be if everybody in the room says that together right from the get-go? Let's establish the ground rules for mm-hmm. tonight. Um, we're all going to respect each other. We're going to respect what we say. And we're going to know that no matter what I say, that I'm trying to improve my city or town. 
you know, I just I have high hopes for this. Um, I hope I'm not. Uh, I say I could be naive or Pollyanna-ish, um, <laughs> but I really do have high hopes for it because I, I'm passionate about local government. I believe mm-hmm. that's where the rubber meets the road. Um, it's the level of government that affects people's lives more than any other level of government. And if it is to a point where it is devolved into a circus or a shouting Mm -hmm. or then we lose that. And then if we lose that level of government, and if you truly believe that this is the level of government that affects people the most, then we are doing the people the most disservice by Mm -hmm. not giving them good government. You know what's the the part about the version of the civility pledge that can go at the top of the agenda that's kind of exciting to me is, you know, in, in Uptown we have run any number of items on managing public meetings effectively, managing um, public input sessions, public comment periods. And what our managers and clerks and everyone always tells us is that setting expectations at the top of the meeting is so incredibly important. And, you know, we we talk about this in terms of and this is something Matt Lehrman talked about a tremendous amount at HLAD, the value of creating those agreed upon community values at the beginning of any difficult discussion. But this is a another form of expectation setting, expectation management that in some ways cities are already doing during their meetings. Yeah, I mean, we, in our MEO training for officials, we've always taught mayors how to run a meeting. Mm-hmm. Always have. But now we're having to include, here's how you run a meeting. Here's Robert's Rules of Order. But now here's how you can try and um, use your words or use your maneuvers to de-escalate a situation. And so that you'll see training of that as we move forward, not only at, uh, it's a verbal judo that was part of um, actually law enforcement yes, training yes. through RMS, which is, is fascinating to me. Uh, to try and teach police officers how to utilize their words without Mm -hmm. having to utilize weapons. Um, We're incorporating that into actually helping our elected officials run meetings by learning tools to help uh, de-escalate situations. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get into a shouting match with somebody. Try to to de-escalate things. But that training is going to be vital Mm -hmm. if we're going to be successful in this because we can't just get in a room and all say, well, we hope this is what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it, you know, I I told you I was um, a city manager for a number of years and I learned some valuable lessons during that time. And, you know, sometimes you can lose perspective. You can get so deep into something that you, you forget how people view things. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, we, I worked for a county in Georgia, and we had passed, I, even back then, I think this was 15, 20 years ago, it was $130, $150 million budget. Uh, just a massive budget. A record at the time for that county? Probably. Mm-hmm. And three public hearings 
we had not one single person show up to make a comment. Mm. Not one. And so we're kind of patting ourselves on the back. You know, we, we've, we've created this budget and nobody has a problem with it. <laughs> and, and, and at the same time, our city was doing a branding study on, um, on, on the logo. And oh, the, I've, I've been down that road. The yes. commission was going to spend $25,000 on this study and it was standing room only. They had sheriff's deputies there. I mean, I thought all of our staff was going to not make it out of there alive. And one of the guys I stopped and talked to after the meeting, and I just said, look, we just passed a $150 million budget. You didn't have anything to say about it. We're, we're doing a $25,000 branding study, and, and you want to you know, run us out on a rail. Why is that? I'll never in my life forget his response. He said, I don't understand $150 million. I understand (laughs) (laughs) $25,000. And you know, that it dawned on me at that moment. And so for the rest of my career, I've always tried to remember that people look at what you're doing through the lens of what they know. Mm -hmm. And if we forget that, and we talk over things or we try to push things through, they're looking at it from their perspective. And if we don't look at it from their perspective, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to come to a consensus. And um, I I think that's part of the problem that we're all guilty of. Mm -hmm. There there always has to be a frame of reference, and yours and mine are not and can't be the same frame of reference. Absolutely. So... We've talked some about, I think, what we've kind of called the, the the personal civility pledge, but there is going to be a longer one, I believe, that they can pass as a resolution. Yeah, this is one where, as an elected body, they can set the standard for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just pass it as a, um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, any, a community setting, a, a passing a resolution that we're going to be... A, tree city usa we're Mm -hmm. gonna you know we're gonna honor trees and we're gonna plant trees and and this is more of a pledge for the elected officials to set a vision for the government Mm -hmm. this is what we expect this is what we're going to hold ourselves to a higher standard um and that's more of passing that to indicate to the public that we're serious about this Mm -hmm. The individual pledge being on the meeting is for everyone in the meeting to aspire to those same types of ideals. Mm -hmm. And this is, of course, stuff that we are going to be distributing. It's going to be on the website. Um, Oh, Scott's not here, so I have to say it. (laughs) www.masc.se. You can search for Civility Pledge. and um, Download the app to make it easier. Yes, yes. You can get it on, you can get it on Google Play or Apple. And that, that, Todd, is what I had on my list as we introduce some more of these civility concepts. We are going to have um, more material in Uptown. We are going to be having podcasts with um, the field service managers talking through civility topics at meetings. And of course, this is going to be all over the annual meeting um, in Charleston here in July. And 
other things as well. What else would you add as we introduce all of this? Well, you know, our tagline is civility makes the difference. Mm -hmm. And I guess at the end of the day, we'll find out if it made a difference. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So uh, I hope it does. Uh, I have high hopes for this. And even if it's um, just the reminder, the simple reminders that are Mm -hmm. in this, this brochure, like, you know, treat someone as if they were sitting in your home. Mm -hmm. Simple reminders. and, And I think, like I said, we're all guilty of it, but, uh, you know, I just hope that we can, can reset. I, I don't want to think that this, um, I've moved to that point in life now where I'm not saying things for my children and that I want things for my grandchildren. I'm at that point now in life. And, um, you know, I, this is not what I want them to grow up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I want to turn the clock back a little bit on how we treat each other. With decency and not partisan rancor. Absolutely. The only last thing I can say uh, for our podcast listeners are managing producer Meredith Houck has uh, asked me to include this in every episode that uh, you can find the City Quick Connect podcast not only on Google Play and Apple Podcasts, but we are very excited about this. We are on Spotify now. The podcast continues to become a bigger and bigger deal. So um, so that's all I've got. Uh, Todd, thank you so much for um, for sharing all of this with us, including our um, 101 points from <laughs> from the Jesuits first. So so yes, thank you. Thank you, Russell. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.